Welcome to the Free Sermon Podcast of the Potter's House Church in Virginia Beach, affiliated with Christian Fellowship Ministries. Our vision is winning souls, making disciples, and planting churches. It's PC Thursday, which means buckle up. You're about to hear a message from our church's leader, Pastor Joe Campbell from Chandler, Arizona. Pastor Campbell's ministry has convicted and inspired thousands of disciples during the 40-year span of his preaching ministry. And his preaching never disappoints. Keep in mind that this free version only includes a short preview of this message. To listen to the full version, use the links in the show notes to subscribe via Apple Podcasts or Supercast.tech. Every dollar goes to supporting world evangelism. Enjoy today's PC Thursday. Old converts, uh, visitors, uh, uh, thank God for you today. If you have your Bible uh, this morning, Acts 17 and then 2 Samuel uh, chapter 11, um, I want to, um, I don't always do this, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, uh, but I want to um, um, preach my conference sermon at this point anyway to you this morning. Um, the setting will be a little different. There'll be hundreds and hundreds of pastors, their wives and disciples and their wives. Uh, uh, but I pray uh, that God would move this morning. We could get something out of this. Uh, uh, we desperately need God to move in the earth. Amen. Lee Kuan Yew, he was like the George Washington, the grandfather of Singapore. And when we were in Malaysia, I read a number of books about this man. A Singapore, when he became their first president, was a rat-infested, crime-infested island. It was filled with malaria. It was filled with bogs and, and sewage. And what he did is under his leadership, it advanced both economically as one of the most successful nations in all of Asia. It is probably the cleanest nation in the world. Some of you have been through Singapore. This happened since 1956. But in 1993, there was a speech recorded of Mr. Lee Kuan Yew. It was in a book called Dare to Fail. And this man has years had rolled by. He's lamentating and weeping over the future of his nation. In that speech, he compared Singaporeans with the Hong Kong Chinese, the Koreans, and the Taiwanese. I want to read a statement that he makes. Every Hong Konger believes that he can become a millionaire. There is that spirit of adventure, that willingness to take risk, to lose everything, and to try again that makes them so different and so successful. On the other hand, we Singaporeans prefer secure careers and are homebound. They are not willing to give up the security of Singapore for more gain abroad when they think the risks are too high or when it contains too much discomfort. We have become a nation of managers, he said, rather than entrepreneurs. Something is missing, he said, now from our society, a sense of adventure and a willingness to risk. He said a ship in harbor is safe, 
But that's not what ships are built for. I would like to say that those who only want to succeed and are not prepared again to fail have already reached the limits of their success. Have we become victims of our own success? I want to read a couple of verses. One is the the conference theme, Acts 17, verse number 6. But when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some of the brethren to the rulers of the city, crying out, These who have turned the world, or one translation, these revolutionaries of the world, they have turned the world upside down and have come here too. I'd like to read one other verse out of David's life, Second Samuel chapter 11, verse 1. It happened in the spring of the year at the time when kings go out to battle that David sent Joab and his servants with him and all of Israel. And they destroyed the people of Ammon and besieged Rabbah. But David remained at Jerusalem. Father, we come this morning by the blood of Jesus Christ God, we cry out for this nation and those of this generation. God, that you would move in power. I pray for this congregation. God, those represented today, you raise us up, God, in this last days. Explode in our heart, God. Let us not lose that passion of risk and adventure. I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Victims of our own. Success. I'd like to examine with you spiritual revolution. I touched a little bit of this in our New Year's Eve service, if you'd kind of bear with me. See, I believe tonight that nations are crying out. This is as old as time. This is true of governments. This is true of societies. You cannot travel the world without seeing the need, whether it's the AIDS of Africa, the curse of India, whether it's earthquakes, famines, floods, poverty, corruption, abuse, whatever it is, begging children, knocking on your windshield as you go through traffic in third world countries, the cry goes up. There's huge organizations that are dedicated to trying to meet the material need. And the cry is many times, change our conditions. Change our affairs. We're oppressed, we're beaten down, we're violated. And so the U.S. alone has spent, God only knows how many billions upon billions, trying to alleviate the pain around the world. And no doubt there's been some good come out of that. But much of it... uh, has been turned in corruption. I just read just an article. I have an article in my office. I just cut out of the paper the last couple of days, uh, Zimbabwe, where they're using food to control people's lives, food that's sent in from the U.S., uh, and, and meal and grain, and they're using it to supply their army, and it goes on and on. But you have to ask yourself this morning, why is that? Why is that with mountains of money And yet when you view the the landscape of the nations of the earth, you see little change for the good and the better. 
I believe the answer is found in our text uh, this morning. And that word is an interesting word. It says these, these, these that have revolutionized, they have turned the world upside down. Now they have come to our city. What are the these? These are men and women. These are men, they're more than male. These are men with a certain heart that God has touched and that heart beats in such a powerful way that it influences and has the ability to take society bound in sin, a society, men and women, whose lives are torn and disarray, deceived by false religion, bound under curse and devour, tormented by their own addictions. The heartbeat of these was so powerful that society looked at them and recorded they were revolutionary. They had the ability to turn the course of cities and nations. See, I want to tell you, great methods without great men is doomed to fail. Mountains of money will never replace mountain-moving men and women of faith. This is true in the secular. It's also true in the spiritual. We can have great methods, and I, I believe in discipleship. These flags represent couples in various parts of the world. Some are here today. I believe that is a revelation from the throne of God. But I can say this morning, it's possible to have a method and that method be right, but if you do not have men and women to fulfill that method in the earth, we failed. Let's look at Egypt for a moment, Exodus 2.23. Then the children of Israel groaned because of the bondage. They cried out. Their cry came up to God because of the bondage. God heard their groaning God remembered his covenant, Exodus 3, 7. The Lord said, I've surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt. I've heard their cry because of their taskmasters. I know their sorrows, so I have come down to deliver them. But the question, how did God come down to deliver them? He sees he hears, he's moved by their sorrow, their oppression. He sees the wickedness, the violation. He's so moved by their cry that comes up into heaven and God says, I have come down. But how did he come down? He came down through Moses. He came down and we understand the presence of God was there. But he said, you know what? I'm going to deliver you. But he sent a man his name was Moses as an instrument of that deliverance. Can God send you? See, there's no question. I, I ministered on this about Paul, New Year's Eve. There's no question that God hears the cry of humanity, but do you and I? There's no question God wants to come down, but can he find a man and a woman through whom he can come in? The burning bush, Exodus 3.19. Now therefore, behold... Uh, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me and I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed themselves. Come now therefore and I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, 
out of Egypt. Can you hear that today? Can you hear the oppression cry of this city or Chicago or Mexico City, New Delhi, India? So who are these that we're talking about? These revolutionists that triggered this uproar in Acts 17. Actually, they begin in 16 um, with a man called Paul. um, And I'm going to kind of jump here because uh, I ministered that. The Macedonian call, uh, he heard this cry of God. God moved upon his heart. He crossed over. And as he crossed over, he gathered these men and women and a rebel. Every city they go to, they're turning it upside down. You see, in crisis times, there's always a cry for leaders. History records many of these. If you'd like to hear the rest of this sermon, subscribe today. It's only $3 a month when you subscribe at supercast.tech or $4.99 per month when subscribing in Apple Podcasts. Links are in the show notes. We thank you for joining us on this special preview of the VBPH Sermon Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the free version of the VBPH Sermon Podcast, where we post sermons on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. We also have a premium version of this podcast, which posts sermons and interviews every single day of the week. So why would you want to subscribe? I'm glad you asked. I have five reasons for you. Number one, on the premium version, we post full versions of Testimony Tuesday, Pastor Campbell Thursday, and Study Day Saturday. If you'd like to hear those episodes, then subscribe now. Reason number two, uninterrupted listening. We remove all ads and all extraneous content from our premium feed. Reason number three, premium episodes always release six hours earlier than the free version. If you're an early bird, it's a great reason to subscribe. Number four, our subscribers will gain access to our sermon chat group on WhatsApp where we interact directly with listeners around the globe. If you'd like to chat with other premium subscribers, subscribe today. And finally, every dollar we raise goes to world evangelism. This is the best reason to subscribe because you are helping us launch churches all around the world. We don't put one dime in our pockets. Everything that we raise from this podcast will go directly to Thursday night of Chandler Conference. So please subscribe today by using the links in the show notes below. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to the sermon podcast of the Virginia Beach Potter's House Church. Were you blessed by today's message? Let us know. Please leave us a rating on Apple Podcast or on Podchaser. We'll be back next time with another life-changing word from heaven. God bless. God bless.